And so in creating a brand voice guide, how should things sound? If you can train a person on it, you could train chat GPT on it. And then the person that you have managing that for you, which could be uh, a virtual assistant, then it speeds up that person's workflow. Now they're not maybe spending 30, 40 minutes at a time in emails or even an hour, depending on how many email properties that you have. But now all of a sudden, maybe it's 15 minutes for everything. And they're moving on to that. So they got so much more of their day back and you're getting so many more resources out of that hired person. Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast, where I help you simplify the video creation process to help you reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most. From learning to use your camera to simplifying video strategies to help you grow your brand and share your vision using video. So let's jump right into today's episode. What is up entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladney. We have seen a lot of just amazing, mind-blowing things since AI has come out in November. And it's not like AI just came out, like it's new to the market and we're just now first time ever seeing it. That's not the case. What is happening though, is we're seeing how one program, ChatGPT is literally revolutionizing the world. I do not believe we are in an area where it's just a feature kind of thing. So, so for example, when we had the audio only platform come out, Clubhouse, in the midst of the pandemic, number one, it solved a lot of issues, helped with connectivity, it was fantastic. But what they ended up creating was a product that was and could be a feature of other things because literally everybody else made it possible so you could do the exact same thing. Same thing kind of with TikTok where a product is created and we see this feature now able to be emulated and implemented someplace else. With ChatGPT, uh, when it rolled out in November of 2022, what we found was this is something that's going to completely change how we're working. And I shared this uh, before. If you saw me at social media marketing world, then you know I said the same thing. And to the extent of what the smartphone and the iPhone did for the world, how many micro industries and smartphone accessories were able to be created? How many people's lives changed because they develop apps? And apparently now it's an uh, older millennial thing. And I find it funny that the youngins over on freaking TikTok are laughing at us because we love playing <laughs> which is a sign of quote unquote age apparently, which is, I find that absolutely ridiculous. But now I guess we all know how baby boomers, zennials um, have felt for <laughs> a long time. But side note, I don't feel like millennials um, bashed other generations. Like I feel like the baby boomers started it. Millennials reacted. I'm not a part of that camp. And then, <laughs> like as far as the argument, I didn't get into that. And then next thing you know, Gen Z was coming in, shutting everybody down, like everybody shut up, everybody's old. So it, I just find it disrespectful. Mini rant over. <laughs> but if you play games like Candy Crush, 
uh, on your smartphone or if you play games like Angry Birds. Like, remember, if you are listening to this episode, you probably are old enough, right? You were part of the 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 one of the the series of of generations where you really enjoy either Candy Crush, which I still think is a fantastic game, or Angry Birds, which is still fun. And it is what it is. But people used all kinds of stuff. We saw integrations with what used to be only like a CD-based program um, become just a digital program, and now it's an app. And apps used to be stupid, and it's like, oh, we'll have the app, and it's like, why, I can just go to the website. But now it actually serves a purpose or it has features and things that isn't available on maybe desktop to some extent, depending um, or app only programs. And there is no real website version of it, kind of a desktop version. So you saw like literal like new industries are being birthed because of the smartphone and specifically uh, the iPhone revolutionizing that space and putting a lot of people out of business. A lot of companies that were doing well. And encroaching in on other industries uh, like the MP3 players and stuff like that. You have like PDAs, all of that. But now we have AI. And it's, I find it interesting that this should be, in my opinion, something that people more easily adopt. And it seems like there's like still some friction between the old guard and the new guard where you have those of us that have embraced it wholeheartedly, ready to so fun, it's great, and jumping in on it, and those that are like, no, it's like humans only. And it's like, mm, pretty sure I saw this in a video game someplace. Those of you who play games and into gaming, I'm pretty sure you a few games come to mind. But, uh, you know, it's like the old guard versus the new guard kind of thing. And I don't think it has to be. And if you're an entrepreneur, I don't think you have a choice. I mean, obviously you do have a choice, but I really don't think you have a choice uh, when it comes to choosing this. So I, for those that may still be on the fence or there's some hesitancies, or if you just aren't sure how it would work or be implemented in your business, I think if you're not rethinking how this is going to become ingrained into your work and not just your particular work, but think your team's work. If you're a solopreneur and you're doing this with yourself, maybe you got like a part-time, a full-time VA or something, or maybe you just have a video editor that's part-time and full-time or something like that. Or you could be buying gigs for a, you know, a video editor or what have you to get certain tasks and stuff off your plate on, you know, places like Fiverr, whatever floats your boat or finds your lost remote. But the, the misconceptions that people are having uh, about ChatGPT, I think you really need to reframe how you rethink about this. It's, it's not taking away human creativity and ingenuity at all. In fact, it's actually creating space to expand your creativity and your efficiencies. I have a few bullet points here that I want to cover. And this is just some top of mind things of how on a day-to-day, week-by-week basis, um, since this thing has come out and just spending more and more time uh, in there, and I mean like little spurts of time, like instead of going to an app on social media uh, and scrolling and engaging, just spending more time in the business and investing in systems, uh, especially spending the whole last month, which again, thank you to those that have reached out and have asked questions like, how are you? Are you okay? I've seen some messages, haven't gotten back to everybody, um, but uh, even emails or, or what have you, those got a little stagnant for a minute. 
Uh, but it's like I spent the whole, for the most part, it's feel like the month of April minus some days <laughs> in Spokane, Washington, did some some uh, work with Ray Edwards. Uh, we're working on a project right now, this video podcasting for copywriters course uh, that we're producing. Um, and a lot of great, amazing things. Got a chance to speak uh, to the mastermind trainings, uh, which has been really, really honoring and, and humbling. And I'm, I'm grateful. But I decided to purposefully pause some things in the business so I could take some time for rest. So uh, just so those of you that are questioning that are wondering, yes, I'm OK. Yes, I'm alive. Yes, we're well. Actually still been producing content. We're just not publishing uh, it as much. If you saw how much content that we have sitting uh, outside of like podcast episodes and then some of the newer YouTube episodes, but it's like kind of sitting on some content. So now uh, we're still creating, still here, just needed to take some rest time for myself. Um, so FYI, just so you know, I'm alive. I'm well, I'm doing great. Thank you. And I love you. <laughs> and so how is AI? How are you rethinking how you approach AI? Because some people just like all these tools, like, I don't know what to use. I don't know how to approach this. I don't know how this might work. Uh, and there are a lot of different ways. And I wouldn't say get caught up in the subscription game because you have a re repeat of what some entrepreneurs and solopreneurs found themselves into in 2017, 2018. Yes, yeah, circa 2017 and 18 uh, and getting subscriptioned out, buying a bunch of subscription services. And you can't rightly maintain the cost of all of those different things. So you could just use the source chat GPT. So the way it's expanding my creativity and my efficiency, uh, and again, just some, some ways that I find that it works on a daily basis in the, what I'm doing, it's not just for idea generation, but about a faster execution on how you're already thinking. Most people think like, oh, AI, all this stuff's going to be AI produced. You saw books immediately come out on like Amazon or eBooks, if you will, where, um, which could be print as well, but you saw a bunch of books populate. So here's how you use ChatGPT. Here's how you do this and this, blah, blah, blah. I mean, things three days old and people are like, you can write a book with ChatGPT, all those things and YouTube videos and stuff are out there. And that's great. And that's wonderful. But people are like, well, where do humans fit in? If we're letting this system do all the thinking for us and it's sourced all this information, or if like we're seeing stuff and products and systems and things be created now because people are like, no, it should be more loose and say more things and <laughs> no filters, you know, all of that stuff. Dismiss the mess right now. Let's get to the meat and potatoes, right? So just, you have to learn to filter through the noise as it is with anything. And so when I'm thinking about what's my normal thought process, how do I go through and process stuff? How do I make decisions? Um, how do I go through uh, and go about replying to emails? What are the things that I need to do on a day-to-day, week-by-week basis what things could be sped up? One of the things that I've suffered with for a long time um, that um, even with hiring a, a virtual assistant and stuff will kind of get on my nerves to deal with is just replying to emails. I hate, absolutely abhor and hate replying to emails. Um, and you run into at times where you get into decision fatigue, meaning you're needing to make a lot of decisions on different things as you would in the business. And your mind may be focused on other things or uh, whatever is going on in your life. And you're just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I, I, how I want to reply to it yet. Right. So it's like, I need to think about it. I need to process. But I start looking at, because I journal a lot, I can go and pick up journal at any particular point and say, this is from this, this season of this season of life. 
Um, these are the kind of thoughts that I was having. This is the kind of stuff I was working through. So that's what's in that journal kind of a thing. I'm cataloging those things. And so doing that, I'm like, okay, how am I thinking? How am I processing stuff? And I can take that process and I'm like, okay, this is how I filter stuff. What are things that I don't have to rethink? One of the things that I love to do with journaling pro tip here, I'll look through what I'm, what are, what thoughts am I constantly rethinking that are not resolved? And I'm like, oh, I should do something about that. Oh, I should do this. Or I should do that. And I have my notation system that I use to capture my ideas for content and all the like, as talked about in my brand new best-selling book, The One Right Video. And so I share that with you in the book, but I'm, I'm using that and I'm like, okay, but I still have to go through the process to filter through um, some decisions to get to that point. Like I said, emails is one of those things that I hate, but I'm like, what thoughts am I constantly rethinking? So I wrote those down. Which of these things could be systematic and it would be something that could be handed off to a virtual assistant so that you don't have to answer that or they already would know how to answer that. If it can be handed off to somebody like that, then ChatGPT can answer it. And that's one less thing that your people would have to do for you. That's how we're like we're processing. And it's like you have a process and a system. And if you, even as a solopreneur, don't have SOPs or standard operating procedures for your business, you need to have them. We've been using them constantly, implement, implementing them and updating them. Um, and, and we have completely changed. I've completely changed what we're doing in the business and how we're approaching our SOP process. So by doing that, I'm like, okay, how can I use chat, G, chat GPT to create duplicatable results? Emails is one of those things. There's always, if you don't have like a brand voice guide, you can create one. And so in creating a brand voice guide, how should things sound? It's if you can train a person on it, you could train chat GPT on it. And then the person that you have managing that for you, which could be uh, a virtual assistant, then it speeds up that person's workflow. Now they're not maybe spending 30, 40 minutes at a time in emails or even an hour, depending on how many email properties that you have. But now all of a sudden, maybe it's 15 minutes for everything. And they're moving on to that. So they got so much more of their day back and you're getting so many more resources out of that hired person. And so, and, and here's the cool thing. If your people aren't thinking about how they need to be applying this in their roles, it's a problem. And if it's not a problem now, it's going to be one. Mark my words. Okay. The other thing is like helping you work when you can't. Meaning I've just wrote a, a quick list between myself as having endometriosis stage for endometriosis. Ray Edwards, he has part, he has battle uh, with Parkinson's and I have a friend that has chronic migraines. All those things slow you down. All of those get in the way. Guess what can help process and get stuff done? Because at some point you're going to overload your people with the work. Like it's easy to fill up a day's worth of work with stuff that somebody else can do. But I said this some months ago that what AI is doing, everybody just got all automatically a virtual assistant. But what people are, are having difficulties with is understanding how to fill that virtual assistant's workday and their workload and the things that should be created so that you can constantly get duplicatable results. It's possible in ChatGPT. We're actually putting together, um, social media examiners putting together a workshop 
uh, and I'm training on this. And so when you see those updates and those alerts come out around that, make sure that you sign up for that. It's not just me. It's a ton of other extremely well-qualified uh, entrepreneurs, creators, marketers uh, that are going to be doing some workshop intensive. These are like two hour training. So I've done one of these before for the YouTube marketing uh, workshops. It was fantastic. Um, so we're doing another one this year. So like I said, keep your eyes out for that um, if you are not aware. So it's helping me work when I can't. So what are some things that, again, when you hit that decision fatigue, you get that tiredness or you get that lull, or maybe it's after lunch, you know yourself better and where you slow down, even if you don't have any kind of chronic disease or something, you know where you slow down in a day. What are you doing that an AI automated SOP, standard operating procedure, could be executed? Even if you had to do it like in the worst pain, and but it's got to get done, Maybe you're not, instead of now, what maybe was a 10 minute process, it's taking you 30, 45 minutes because you're moving slow because you're not feeling well or the processing time is slower and you're having brain fogs and brain freeze or even getting a jump start to the day. What tool systems either maybe could you invest in that is AI based that would speed that system up and do work when you can't? Or what SOPs can you put in place that would leverage chat GPT and AI to do stuff when you can't? If I was supposed to do an outline or something, yes, you could have your assistant use the same parameters, the same brand voice guide. And I've talked about this way before um, the AI was a thing because it makes sense. It's been a thing in copywriting. The more and more I learn from Ray Edwards, the more um, I see like copywriting and everything you know, writing the words that sell or even just convey an idea. And so with that, it's like, okay, excellent. If they're doing it, it's like, what happens if you can take that process and now give it to your virtual assistant? And then when you're looking at the outline, maybe you're making minor tweaks, speeds things up for you. Dual purpose functions like script creation or system optimization. I talked about, you know, it using it in our SOPs and updating the, the, the workflows to include duplicate things that allow us to get duplicatable results. You may have even seen people selling prompts to get certain results uh, based on that. You have stuff that's in your business that you're doing that is not a only you can do type work. You have work that only you can do as the content creating entrepreneur. And then you have stuff that you can hand off well, now it's time for the handoff to be another handoff into an AI system that speeds that stuff up. The other thing is you can double up on your team's creative workflow, which I kind of already uh, talked about a little bit, but this is something I expect all new, current, existing, moving forward employees in my business, like they got to be bringing something more to the table than just the baseline thing. I'm going to be looking forward to seeing how they're using this in their work or how have they used this in their work. So there'll be like interview questions and things that I'm looking for natively across that. So for example, this is something that any content creating entrepreneur did, this would fit the bill for you. So if you have your, from a video editor standpoint, there's a program called Recut where you can now take the gaps using AI out of the stuff that you're doing. So automatically, like you take, let's say this episode, let's say I had four different breaks in here where maybe I need to stop for water. I need to do something else. All those gaps where I'm like, look down at the notes. I need to, to, to revisit whatever. He could take all that stuff. The recut program could chop all that stuff up and take all the segments out 
only export to Final Cut Pro, or if you're using Premiere, it also works for that too, and export that. So now you're not starting at step one, you're starting at step two. Instantly speeds up the workflow. That's So that's less time that they're having to spend on something that AI could do. I cannot wait for more programs like ReCut and that does other things with the editing process to come out. But are your team members keeping up with the stuff that makes sense to what they're doing in the business? Because the difference between, like I said, when you look at future employees and the people that you're bringing on and you're building out your, your team based on the vision, it's going to include AI. So even if you're not doing it, their job, their role should be too. And they should be keeping up with this stuff to make sense and implementing it. in. it's like, hey, I found this out or I came up with this program or blah, 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 blah. Figured out this prompt. This works great to help, you know, X, Y, and Z. Everybody's area of business is going to be interrupted in a good way. Another thing is uh, like, so from a video editor standpoint is tools like Descript. So now you can quickly and accurately create Captions, they even have templates and stuff now already in vertical format. That's in some of the most commonly uh, applied ways that people like to have their captions. And again, has good traction, gets good results. You can already do that. So that takes the manual labor out of having that or going to a mobile only app that doesn't have some kind of desktop or Final Cut integration, Descript does. So they can now be using that to be creating stuff. So again, everybody's industry is going to be uh, in, involved in that. The other thing is virtual assistants from, like I said, I talked about from an SOP and system op optimization or creation standpoint. So they, they need to be having foresight into being able to like, okay, what am I doing on a weekly basis? What am I doing on a daily basis? How can they optimize stuff and be like, hey, uh, I found a way to make this better. How much value would an employee like that have over somebody that's still doing it the quote unquote old way. It would be a lot. And so even if you don't have a team now, those are the things that you need to be rethinking about how you're approaching it. I'm even looking at updating some of the areas and some of the new ways for uh, new job applications and stuff that I'm putting out there to grow the team and, and bring on more people into the business. The, the application process has changed and the what goes into that process changed so it could be more efficient. But those are the kind of things like that I'm looking for. The other thing, like I said, from a, a virtual assistant aspect would be cutting, like I said, cutting existing workflows in half. So the value add that you're getting from whether it's a paid digital property, like some kind of program or application, like a something like a recut or a Descript or whatever you're using, a lot of people, uh, not a lot of people, a lot of companies are naturally introducing AI stuff so that it works. That, you know, it, it's a difference. It makes a big difference when you have something that's really good making your process and your systems better. Um, completely changing with programs and systems and tools that we use, we use based on like how well they're keeping up with AI. It's the reason I'm getting the Sony ZV-E1 camera because it's like it's integrating the things to help cut down on those workflows and efficiencies. It's one other thing that uh, I want to dive into before we rack up, wrap up this week's episode, but right after this week's Gear Fix. This week's Gear Fix is brought to you by my brand new book called The One Right Video. 
Are you an entrepreneur struggling to get your brand noticed through video content? Look no further. The One Right Video is the ultimate guide to creating videos that will amplify your brand and grow your business. It's jam packed with practical tips and strategies to help entrepreneurs just like you succeed in video content creation. Don't let your competition get ahead. Mark your calendar for March 1st and be among the first to get your hands on a copy of the One Right Video. Go to onerightvideo.com. If you haven't already gotten your copy of the book, I highly suggest that you do so, but let's jump back into this week's episode. Here's the biggest thing to pay attention to when it comes to rethinking how AI is going to change how you work, essentially how you create content for your business. And it's simply in recognizing that every area of your business has been positively and will continue to be positively impacted by AI, whether that is the current positions and the roles or the hats even that you're wearing in your business. And when you hand those things off, it's handing those things off to somebody that's already in tune with their area of business and the stuff that you're doing. And so from just like a quick hit list of you know, people that you would have in your business, you have sales managers, contract managers, you know, audio and sound experts or engineers, video editors, virtual assistants, uh, other consultants or coaches in the business, accounting experts, graphic designers and artists, content writers, you name it. You know, no matter what role it is that somebody is fulfilling it, even a customer service style based role, somebody that's doing a job or a function or, or something that you're doing, it can be positively impacted. So here's what I would recommend. If you're looking through and you're trying to figure out where should I start? How can I, how can I reapproach some of the things that I'm doing? If you're not tracking your time and the work that you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis, a, a really easy, simple system tool that you can use, very simple programs called Toggle, T-O-G-G-L. Specifically, it's the Toggle Track. That will allow you to track your work that you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, now, we do have a time-based system, but um, just to know and keep up with the various things of the what you're doing, I can see how many hours and time and things that I'm devoting to stuff in the business. So um, I remember one particular week, it was hours, hours that I was spending replying to comments, replying to DMs. And it's stuff like that that's like human touch points. I don't want to automate. I don't uh, want to AI engineer it, if you will. Uh, I still want to positively interact with people, but it's understanding like how can I speed up things that I would naturally say faster. So it's like, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm super grateful. Like I genuinely mean that when I say it, but it may be refining that system so if there is an AI plugin that can recognize, for example, the quality of those words or the what's being said, and I can have certain replies in ways that I naturally respond, like I naturally say that and I'm expressing gratitude and thankfulness. And then I may say something else specific to what that person's talking about. Um, but it's like my, my gratitude section, I'm usually saying it the same way. And so if somebody is sharing something, it's like recognized and, you know, we automatically fill that bit in and make some, you know, minor tweaks here or there, and then add in maybe that uh, extra final touch of something specific to that person that I'm talking to and replying to. And so it's things like that. And, and so 
you know, that's something I wouldn't hand off per se. It's like you can, I guess, hand that stuff off. And, and it may make sense at some point. I'm sure it will uh, to hand that off completely. But, you know, there's something about that person one one interaction. But things like the email replies where it's like it used to be frustrating to have to have so many emails to reply to. People asking questions or invites to try this or review this product or this service or this tool, um, even just the, the decline things or having that back and forth conversation, seeing if something is a good fit to bring in front of the channel or not. And, you know, just what what's what speaking engagements, all the in-betweens. OK, we we're having the same kind of conversations on a week by week basis. How can we revolutionize what we're doing and make it more efficient, leveraging AI? So review your workflows top to bottom and see what tools you can invest in that will speed up your workflow and boost your creativity. The stuff is there. And if you can't think of it because maybe you are busy and stuff, like I said, use something like toggle track, type in what you're doing, and then it'll give you a week, um, like a snapshot of the week at the uh, end and send you an email and say, Hey, here's, here's how much you spent in time in this. And then you can just take, you know, five minutes of your day, five minutes of your week or something, maybe at the end of the week, and say, Dag, I spent a lot of time in this area. What way could I use ChatGPT to do this? Fun pro tip here as we finish out this week's episode. Put that you're spending XYZ hours amount of time into a specific task or what have you. And ask it what AI-based programs are out there. Or ask it what kind of systems or tools can it be created or can it create that would help to cut that time in half. Even if it just gave you some ideas that would point you in the right direction and then you drill down deeper, that's the kind of stuff that's like makes this so magical. And this is why nobody on your team can afford not to be leveraging this in the what they're doing. But that's where I'm gonna leave it for this week's episode. If you love it, enjoy what you heard, make sure you leave a rating or review for this episode. So the next entrepreneur that's out there looking for content like this and they haven't picked up on it just yet, your review will help them to find something that is just magical for them in these podcast episodes. There's a love to end all of our episodes. The winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. So set your sails accordingly. With that glass of lube and passion, I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode, but the value doesn't stop there. For more in-depth trainings, courses, and growing your brand using video, join the Video Simplified community at videosimplified.live.